Hi friend, this is Alex McRobbs, founder of The Mindful Life Practice, and you're listening to the Sober Yoga Girl podcast. I'm a Canadian who moved across the world to the Middle East at age 23, and I never went back. I got sober in 2019, and I now live full-time in Bali, Indonesia. I've made it my mission to help other women around the world stop drinking, start yoga, and change their lives through my online Sober Girls Yoga community. You're not alone, and a sober life can be fun and fulfilling. Let me show you how. We're live on Facebook. That's so sweet. So I have, I'm just going to slide this to the side. We have two people watching. Hi, everyone. When you tune in, please let us know where you are in the world. When you tune in, let us know. And what community has done for you in your sober journey. I'm just writing this in the comments so that if anyone jumps on, they can see that and let us know who's watching. So we have three people on now. That's amazing. And I'm sitting here with Kristen. How are you, Kristen? I'm so good. I'm so excited to be here and be having this chat today. Happy to have you here. For those of you that don't know in the group, Kristen has been super involved in mindful life practice for a really long time. She actually did the Sober Girls Yoga 30-day challenge, I think like a year and a half ago, maybe, like January of 2022. Yeah. And since she did that program with us, she has been alcohol-free and done several of our other programs, yoga teacher trainings, yoga sutra study, and Kristen has also developed into an amazing leader within the community and has led a lot of our group programs. And I'm super grateful for her because she's really stepped in and helped as I've, you know, been all over the place with other things going on. So I was wondering, maybe Kristen, if you want to just introduce yourself and share a bit about like who you are so people can get to know you. Yeah, thank you. So I am based of Waterdown, Ontario, which is just outside of Toronto. Um, I've lived here my entire life. I found yoga, I want to say about 10 years ago, roughly, and kind of started to like slowly enter my life. And I started to experience some of the benefits from it, just kind of mentally, physically, all of those pieces. And I think I joined your Facebook group actually, and then followed you on Instagram. And I was kind of just one of those people who lurked in the background for a little while, just watching. And then your January, 2022, 30 day challenge came up. And, you know, I thought to myself, I have absolutely nothing to lose and everything to gain by joining this. So I did that. And the way that it complements yoga and like just your journey in general was so amazing. And now I am hooked and I am in almost all of your your programs and it's been really, really life-changing for me. And I look back to who I was in 2022 to who I am now. And it's interesting when you do that. I was doing that last night because you may not see the big changes and the big shifts, but when you actually look back and see the journey, it's mind-blowing and it's just so beautiful to watch and see how I've grown as a person and even stepped way out of my comfort zone. Like you were just mentioning, you know, subbing some of this stuff for you and the YTT classes and all of that has just been so much growth for me. And I wouldn't have that if I didn't join in 2022. So thank you. It's incredible. That's so amazing to hear. And it's so wild for me to think back, like you and I only met a year and a half ago and just to watch that journey. And, you know, we've become such good friends and 
when Kristen was saying she's in Waterdown, I actually went and visited her at Christmas and had a sleepover. And that's one of the beautiful things about this community is that once you connect on Zoom and make these friendships, it's like you have friends all over the world. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny you say that because I was thinking about that today. Like I'm planning a trip soon to the States to visit one of our friends, Sarah. And um, and then we have an upcoming your Toronto retreat, but then our upcoming hang out with another member, Jenny. And it's just really beautiful to kind of see all the friendships that span worldwide. Totally. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm wondering before we jump more into, so we're going to be talking about friendships and community more in this call, but I'm wondering, you said something earlier about like how much you've changed in the past year and a half. I was wondering like, what have been those specific changes that you've seen in yourself? Yeah, for sure. So I um, usually don't step out of my comfort zone very well. And I Mm -hmm. will just keep myself kind of small and in the background and through the sober challenges, sorry, and the YTTs and all of those things where you have more of a voice. Like I find that I've been able to more confidently step into my authentic self and be able to speak about what is on my heart, what is on my mind and share. Cause a lot of this community is even about exposing some of your vulnerabilities, talking about some of, you know, whether it's past griefs or current griefs or life-changing situations and it draws so much light and awareness to those things that maybe have hidden the background and not allowed that growth to come out so by Mm -hmm. being able to tap into that vulnerable part of me through this community I have been able to effectively step into my more authentic self and I feel so much more connected on the inside to who I actually am. And so when I look back, I think about how for many years, and I think a lot of us might do this even unconsciously, but essentially wore a mask where I would only let people see so much of who I was and not kind of that deeper, deeper part of myself. And so through this community and through all of the different programs that you offer, I've really been able to step out of that and kind of just show all the different unique sides of myself, whether it's the goofy and the funny or the sad, like whatever it is, like, and just have that. And so I don't think that would have been possible without going a alcohol free and then having the community and the connections um, that are present in the MLPC. So amazing. So tell me a bit about like, what role did community play for you in your sober journey? Yeah. It's funny because I think, especially with the pandemic, we don't actually realize how huge community is. So even though it's an online community, it feels like you're having a conversation face-to-face. Like it doesn't feel like you're talking through online platform. And what I found is there's so much collective wisdom in community. We can't Mm -hmm. do this alone. Like no one has all of the answers. And so when you can lean on each other for support, it opens up so many more doors and you just feel so seen, heard and held even in an online space. Wow. It's been beautiful. Yeah, that was beautiful. That little segment. I'm like, (laughs) I need to chop that up, save it, make it into a reel. Like it was just so... Yeah, I love that collective wisdom. And it's so true because, you know, I was saying, actually, this is kind of random and not that related to sobriety, but I was t- talking to Madison earlier today. She was suggesting that I have like a matcha latte. 
And I was telling her I get angry after I drink matcha. And I was saying the only reason I figured that out is because we do these sober circles so much. And someone noticed this pattern in me, or I think it was me sharing it a couple of times with Perry, who's another woman in the group. And, and, you know, we're talking about food and matcha and how it makes me like have these angry reactions. And I wouldn't have been able to make that reflection about my life to then realize I can't drink matcha. Like that doesn't work for my system. If I didn't have this opportunity to share, and that's really what it is. It's collective wisdom where you share your stories and then you like bounce off each other and you learn things about yourself through that sharing. Yeah, absolutely. And it also helps us to push our limits. So sometimes, you know, we see things through the lens that we grew up in and that's everyone has that lens. And I think you've talked a lot about that. And so when we have someone to mirror that back to us in the community, it allows us to kind of push past those limits and step out into, into our comfort zones and getting comfortable being surrounded with others working towards the same goal. Like ultimately the goal Mm -hmm. is to grow, expand alcohol free, whatever it is. And you have each other to support, motivate and challenge as well. And I think it's a beautiful way to be challenged because it's such a safe space to be able to take that and grow. Cause if I didn't have that with some of the conversations and some of the sharings, you know, I probably wouldn't have had all the experience I did, but it's such another way I love about the community. Yeah, that's so true. So I think back on my life and like, or my sober journey. And when I first got sober, I was part of an online platform. And our main thing was the sober Facebook group, which like worked well. It was really nice to connect me to other people, but there's like this difference when you get into it, like 3d on zoom or 2d or whatever it is. And like actually having these face-to-face conversations. And I think back to, yeah, these circles have now become such an important part of my life. And when you join 30 day challenge, you get to do a weekly circle with your little group, but then there's also a bigger widespread community. So like Kristen and I just got off a call with all these sober women around the world. We were all doing yoga together and people, you know, in the States, Cayman Islands, Canada, us here in the UAE. And so you not only have your little sober challenge group, but you also have like the wider community as well. And it's just like consistent people to lean on. We also have our Slack group where we can connect and it's really made a, a difference for me in my journey. Absolutely. And and everyone is so willing to talk at any time. Like if you're having a rough day and you yeah. just need someone to chat to, there's always somebody who is there and available and like just very present. Like the amount, and I think you talked about this on your recent YTT, just the amount of ability that being sober allows you to be deep. There's not like, it's a, such a different connection than, um, kind of just that, you know, surface level conversation that you might find. This is what my friend Jen said. So on my most recent yoga teacher training in Bali, I needed a last minute support because I was trying to do it all on my own, which is crazy. And so I said to my friend, Jen, can you support me in this? But she's not sober. She's not like a big drinker, but she's not, uh, she hasn't had a sober journey. And she said, you know, is there anything that I should be aware of? And I said, you know, just be authentically you and like share your story and don't hide bits of it. And they'll love you because you can like tap into that, that authenticity, the vulnerabilities, the, you know, the struggles, the triumphs. And 
at the end of the month, she remarked, like, she was like, I just can't believe how amazing sober people are because they just know the depth of like a lot of people who have gone through the alcohol-free journey know the depth of like sadness and struggle. And because of that, we have this like heightened sense of empathy, also this heightened authenticity. Like when you sit down with sober or sober curious women, it's often like everything drops and they just like, will literally like, I have the great privilege to run so many of these programs and these retreats. And I witness this all the time, but you'll sit down at breakfast and someone will be like, yeah, I'm going through a divorce to like a guy I married like six months ago, you know? And you don't really get that level of authenticity in like the regular world. And so it really is, it's quite special. Yeah. Absolutely. And one other thing that's really helped me in with the community is sometimes when you see, even if you're not actively talking in the group and you're, you know, slow to kind of get there because you, you want to get comfortable, that's totally fine. Cause I find you can borrow motivation from other people that you're seeing on their journeys. And so like, that was me who is in the group and I was kind of watching you as the leader. And then, um, as I, kind of joined, I think, you know, it took me a little bit to open up. And I think that's, everyone's different on that journey, but you get to see different people's shares and some of them just resonate so much with you that you can, you build the motivation off other people and you can kind of use that as another jump point. And you also just have that accountability by showing up for yourself, but also having each other to kind of hold each other accountable and just in a loving and supportive way. That's so true. I love what you said there about like having each other for like accountability and motivation. And I actually recently did a post about this, which I think I posted it in this Facebook group. So people might've seen of like, when I end the yoga retreat or yoga teacher training, I actually am really tempted to drink alcohol. And I think it's like the really extreme shift in me. And the funny thing is that I actually one of my retreat guests, I was like, no, maybe I'll have a drink in the Maldives. And then one of my retreat guests, like actually had to end up coming along with me to the Maldives um, this past week. And it's like the, probably the reason I stayed sober was like having that accountability and that support and that friend that's there for you. And we're both there on the same goal of like, you know, she had her five months sober this week and just relying on each other and bouncing off each other. And we have that virtually in the sober girls yoga group, like in the Slack group and the Facebook group on all the zoom calls, we have each other to, to bounce off of and build support. Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting you say that. I think I told you how I had a very similar experience after I came home from my Costa Rica YTT. And I think it was, you know, you're in this, um, well, in my, in my case, like I was in this bubble of like love yoga connection for three weeks straight with the same people day in day out and then you're kind of plunked back into reality and sometimes it's like what do I do with this and so it's natural that I think those triggers come up and for me I've realized transitions are something that kind of trigger me so I, I was transitioning out of that space back into another space and it judges up whatever you have going on. It could be grief that the last three weeks is finished. It could be grief of not knowing when you're going to see the people next. It could be excitement even for the next phase of your journey, but it's a transition nonetheless. But I think if we honor those kind of feelings and sit with them, and I love that, you know, you had your friend with you for that. Like that's such a beautiful way to have that support and accountability. It's such a good point. And, you know, I think that's an important thing about the mindful life practice, which I always try to 
remind people and encourage them is like, you know, you could be on this retreat or you could be on this, you know, 60 day challenge program, but it might feel like it ends right then, but it doesn't end. You know, if you become a member of the mindful life practice, you are in this for life. (laughs) Like you're in our group for life. You have meetings for life. It might not be the exact same container of what it looked like before, but you have that consistency. And I think that's really important. And that's where we differ from a lot of these programs because, you know, you get out of your YTT and then you're just like done. Um, but for me, like, you know, I'm here. And so Deb, for example, who was on the YTT, she's gone back to Australia and she jumped on a yoga class the other day because she was just like, you know, I'm missing you guys. I want to connect with you. And so, and that's the beauty of what we do is that we're always here for each other. Yeah. Absolutely. That's beautiful. And there's always, it's so fun to watch the different time zones and some people who um, are like way across the world, but they make it work. Like you, we show up for each other in no yeah. matter what time it is. Like there's some people that <laughs> much better than me, I'm not the greatest with early morning mm-hmm. wakeups, but like some people that will get on at 4am in their yeah. time zone to kind of join on. And it's just really beautiful to see the level of commitment to and connection to the community. Yeah, it's so true. So I'm really excited to share. So Kristen has been supporting me throughout these 30 and 60 day challenges. And we have a new challenge group starting on June 3rd. And we actually already have three people signed up for it, which we're really excited about. So it starts next week. Kristen is going to be leading this for the most part. I'm going to be there when I can, but it's starting like the program starts when I have a retreat in the United Arab Emirates with many people from our community, actually, which is amazing. And then I do have a retreat later on in the same time span. So Kristen will be this constant with you throughout the whole journey. And then I'll be there in and out when I can, but I'm really excited for the next group to begin because it's just such a powerful, transformative container to be part of. Yeah, I'm so excited to lead um, this group. I led a few now and it's just, it's always so beautiful for the connections, the growth, and just to be able to witness that and hold that space. So I'm so excited to have anyone join us and I can't wait to kick it off next week. And we start these groups or these groups have a maximum of 10 people. So we don't take any more than 10. And the reason why we keep it small is just so that Everyone can deeply connect in their little container, their little group, connect with Kristen, connect with me. And because we find as as it gets bigger, there's just more kind of happening, more people in and out. Make sure if you're thinking about signing up, we do have that limit of 10. And I am sure it's going to fill up because these programs typically do fill up really quickly. And so if you do want to get a spot, make sure you jump in and join. And, and we'll be starting next week. I'm so excited. Yeah. And if anyone has any questions for us, Kristen and I are going to be live again. I think it's, are we going to be live tomorrow? Is that what we plan? I can't remember. So tomorrow we're going to be live in this group. And I think I'm going to use this as well for a podcast episode, which I'm going to put out. So if you're listening on the podcast, these lives are happening in the Facebook group. You can interact with us, ask questions. And if you have any questions for us about how the 30 or 60 day challenge works, please let us know, come tomorrow, and we'd be happy to answer any of your questions. Yes. I'm so excited. Thanks so much for having me today. This is awesome. Hi friend. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of sober yoga girl podcast. This community wouldn't exist without you here. So thank you. It would be massively helpful if you could subscribe, leave a review and share this podcast so it can reach more people. 
If we haven't met yet in real life, please come get your one week free trial of the Sober Girls Yoga membership and see what we're all about. Sending you love and light wherever you are in the world.